like the sage while I roll a tree. We like a veggie bowl with collard greens. Why hood hitting with transparency? All the southern slang and some gold teeth. Two deep bitches you and me. Connecting millions on this frequency. Hood and holistic for your energy. Good and holistic for your inner. I can't hear one thing. I can hear a thing. Cause you know my name. Yeah, I'm from the H, so I swing and I bang. Up and down the lane with my girl C. Hop on the mic if you know what I mean. Let me catch the beat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. <laughs> and scene. Oh, man. Awful freestyle, right? Anyways, I hope it's bright. I hope you're listening to this at 2 in the morning, whoever. I hope somebody <laughs> just tuned in early in the morning. You know. They like this. They didn't drive the little something for me. These motherfuckers. <laughs> Hello, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Welcome back to another episode. Another one. Of Hood and Holistic Podcast. I'm Ash. And I'm Court. And this is episode 84. 84. Shout yeah. out to them 84 babies. Come on, 84. This was our. The ooh, year. This is going to be revealing my age. Wait me. a minute. Everyone knows your age, though. No, they don't. I love that. <laughs> they, think I'm, they think I'm 38. They think you how? 38. <laughs> Shout out to them 84 babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If you graduated 2003 like me and Ash, this was our 20th year graduation. It was. Everybody looked amazing. That's so crazy. That was cool. But shout out to y'all, too, like all of our listeners everywhere for tapping in with us. All ages, all demographics, we really be tapped into. All around the world. Everywhere. You know, appreciate you. Amazing. Um, If you want to support this podcast, go give us some ratings, some reviews, you know, like, share, comment on our YouTube, and just keep the conversation going. Yeah. We appreciate that. For Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Y'all been holding it down. Damn, man. We finally got back on this podcast thing. Yeah. I'm um, excited. I felt like yeah. butterflies. Butterflies. Yeah. I was this like, feel oh like God. old school pardon right here. It do. Because like, we don't got the whole setup. The like, we literally just chilling on the couch like... Looking, yeah, no. we looking raggedy. It's great. Who? Really? You dressed? Dress? I don't have to be dressed, but I ain't looking raggedy. Okay, well, let me speak for myself. You might be looking she, raggedy. She uh, looks so posh. But y'all should together. y'all should see Ash right now. <laughs> y'all should see Ashley right now with her Shirley Temple curls. Please like, be quiet. Oh, okay, she got a little two piece on. I do look she decent. Got a, little, a little house fit. <laughs> You know, you shout know, out to the girls that get cute in the house for no reason. For not listen, it's for yourself. When you walk by the mirror. The matching PJ girls, you know, on a Sunday. Know. I love pulling up to my own house. She got on her pajamas. She's outside doing something <laughs> in the yard. Like she's chasing Real a cute. dog. Like she probably been had the pajamas on two days. But I they feel matching. like those kind of girls is the same ones that get their toes done like all year round. All year round. Even shout though out. ain't nobody gonna see your toes. Shout out to the girls with that don't have hammer toes <laughs> and they get their feet done all oh, year because yeah. right. yeah. even though it got cold you, know. you still need to go get that big toenail clipped 
<laughs> you're slicing the sheets. Slicing the sheets. <laughs> Don't be. Oh my god. Don't put my business out there. Now you really be cutting me though. Sometimes. Hey, hey, hey. Oh no. Oh no. Aye, aye. Oh no. <laughs> all, right. all right check in check in check in yeah so how are you feeling today ashley oh i'm going first oh you checking in with me first that's cool my bad i'm fucked up the, <laughs> i'm fucking up the road i'm, I'm excited court yeah <laughs> how you feeling mind body and spirit i'm feeling really good i'm feeling energized i feel man we just had the solar eclipse yesterday oh. and y'all I don't know what happened. It's been like a, like I literally felt like I was in a vortex. Yeah, that's how I felt. And I was outside in, underneath it the whole time. I think we got it like at 11.55 or something like that. It was that. Like it, 12 o'clock Yeah, hour. it came in at, yeah, for us. But I feel amazing. I feel, even though I have not slept in so long, <laughs> I do feel like I have a lot of energy. I'm on the up and up. I've been knocking out shit left and right. You have. Um, I've been outside. Come I've been on, having fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm in really good spirits, and my body feels good. It, we be we be fighting, <laughs> but <laughs> you know she working with me today. Mm. So that's a good thing. It's a real good thing. But yeah, I feel great. Well, you look amazing. But thank you. You're welcome. And what about you, baby? How have you been feeling? How do you feel? What's oh, been going on? Catch the girls up. Let them you know what's been going on. Or whatever. Miss Ash. Um, no, nah, I feel. I feel like I have been really leaning into Big Ash. Come on, Big Ash. Like, who is she? Where's she at, though? You know, like, how does she want to look? How does she want to feel? Yeah. Um, what is her headspace? You know, you asked me a question a couple of years ago, and you was like, when you're in your 40s, do you want to be the person you are now? Like, And I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I've been intentional about leaning into maturing. Good. And I feel good. I feel sexy. Um, I feel very great. youthful. Thank yeah. you, baby. Um, and so I'm, Come I'm on, enjoying youth. life. Okay. <laughs> Big ass. <laughs> she feeling youthful. You feel me? She said so, yeah. them knees is, ain't giving out tonight. The, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is it true that like, is it true that like the pussy get better with age? You tell me. You, it's your, it's your words. I so. mean, but you the one be. But it's yours. It's, right? it's mine, but I don't experience it. You like, don't experience you, your la, la, Like you experience it. Oh, she quiet. Cat got your tongue. That's true. I don't want to well. tell nobody what the pussy be doing. <laughs> How about that? Enough. And next segment. No, uh, next well, yeah. case. Next case. <laughs> nah, yeah, I definitely think the pussy get better. At when, as you age? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You become more experienced. Know what you want. Yeah. You know? I hope y'all drinking y'all water. Nobody. I'm serious. But it is important. You want to stay hydrated. Because when you get a little older, Mm-mm. you ain't been drinking that water. Girl. I have complications. Why? That's all I'm saying. Goodbye. I start tasting and funny. And taking your probiotics. And exactly. No, there's, you know, there's some things. <laughs> you know the importance of do. the probiotics. It's get important. You some of that yogurt. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> From you the kucha. But yeah. yeah, what's been in our diet? What can you say you've been digesting? <sighs> I'll tell y'all what I've been digesting. We're going to kick it off with music. Okay, let's kick it off with okay. music. Let's talk about the we albums. We're going we gonna to talk about Drake first. Let me talk about Drake first. Let's go Because, I mean, he killing, killing shit. They say what Drake sold with a 14, his first... Yes. 14, his first, uh, I mean, first week sales. That's crazy. I thought it Those was going to be bad numbers. because the reviews are like terrible. I think people hating, but they secretly still listening to it. Yeah, I think I think Drake has created haters. Yeah. Hater and, fans. Yeah. And I don't even think it's hate. I just think they don't like him as a person. Why? He they don't, don't be doing nothing. Do we, I don't know what Drake be doing. Oh, I really, I mean. They say he groomed the girls. You know what I'm saying? He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't know. I have no idea. I don't. But I, don't know. I know women love Drake. They do. And I think that's probably the source of. I mean, that. yeah. If you a trick, they gonna love you. They gonna love you. But he, you, you know, gifts. some of the girls he dated did say he did some questionable things. You know? Yeah. Like Malaya said, he tried to get her to stop dancing. Like who said that? Malaya. Mm. Malaya. What's her name? Malaya. Yeah, Malaya. Speaking of a lie, it's Sunday and I miss P Valley. How many days? I'm gonna start a <laughs> countdown. This is bullshit. When is it coming back out? Next summer. I'm ready. My uncles asked me about P Valley. They old as shit. I'm like, y'all be watching P Valley. <laughs> Wait. You don't remember they that? They asked you about Yeah, that? they like, when does it come back out? I don't of course they're gonna ask me, right? I know they was They talk about They tapped in. Yeah. Cause I mean they that's entertainment. It. It's very entertaining. I miss it. I miss P valley yeah period um <laughs> but yeah it's what, oh, what yeah. else doja cat wait we didn't really deep dive into we did drake, deep drake dive. and joe budden got into like this whole back and forth kissy first of all i listened to joe budden i don't think that he said anything nothing bad, bad. I, I think like that. i think drake just you know they have long-standing he carrying so he's just getting some stuff off his chest. He's feeling like the man. But Joe Budden admits that he's like he loves Drake. He's a fan. He's a super fan. He super ain't no fan. fan. He's a super fan. He's a master troll. Shout out to all the master trolls out there. And I ain't talking about the typical. Y'all so lame. <laughs> Y'all getting washed out. I'm talking about the people that use the internet to for make their, it bad. Yeah, for their advantage. Yeah. Like yeah, really out here trying to you know. And they, not the they, people uh, in disengagement for me. Like the people that take all the shit from TikTok and bring it to Twitter and talk shit. Yeah. I hate that. That's so that. annoying. You talk about the people that falls underneath the Wendy Williams umbrella. Not necessarily. Because I don't feel even like she was be. the first person to that I saw and even heard like artists radio. like pissed about yeah. what she had to say. That, yeah. But she, she talk about other people. Too. So I guess that's like the she would troll people. She but said like she for me personally, I think like Cardi B does a great, great thing with trolling. Right mm. when she had projects, when she she coming out, she get online, she start talking about all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You just trying to keep up with what Cardi got going on. Shit. That's true. She make up shit too, though. She probably do. She be making up. Shit. I love when Cardi getting her political bag though. No, I be like, what the fuck is crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, she be knowing her shit though. But no, it's just she like, do. No, she do be knowing her shit, it. and she it. she care. She's I definitely genuinely a, think she care about a, a news source people. or anything. But yeah, she's tapped in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fuck with. I, I like the album. I'm not gonna even hold you. Like, you know, I was jamming it. 
You jam it. I'm going to be honest. Since it dropped, you jam it every single day, no. sometimes multiple times a day. <laughs> Can we be honest? I think today you even played a song just I did not play it. no song. On the balcony. I didn't play I one heard song. Drake I, on the balcony. I didn't even go. I didn't even play one song on the balcony. Courtney, Maybe you I heard, heard it Drake. I heard Drake. You play it every day, multiple times. A day sometimes. That's not true. I played maybe one or two songs multiple times a day. That's okay. True. But not the album. <laughs> okay. Moving along from Drake. Cause All right. Drake ain't been um, Doja Cat. Doja Cat. So. Ashley love Doja Cat. Y'all. Love Doja Cat. However, she did have underwhelming sales. First week was only 70,000. Yeah. I think um, I want Doja Cat to be a megastar. Yeah. But I don't think she's well. She self sabotages. Yeah. So I don't think she, she wants could. To be a I think that she will still be. Well, she. I'm gonna be honest. When I looked at her on the um, the MTV Awards, her performance. She's a megastar. Yeah, she has potential. Her performance was outdoing the girls. I think Just she can energy, rap too. How she bring it. How she. Yes. Yeah. She's an entertainer. Doesn't feel mediocre yeah. or you know what I'm saying. The girls are not entertaining. Like Meg, entertaining. Cardi entertaining. Meg, Even Meg entertains down. Meg but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes reminds so me. So fun. Oh my god. Oh, why she get fun? Who Megan? She got finer. Megan's always fine, first yeah. and foremost. But yeah, love Megan. Megan Estelle going independent. She said her next album is totally released by her. I fuck with that. I fucks with that. I also peeped that she um, seemed like she's tapping into her dark. Okay, let's talk about energy and i'm here for it i feel like it's like she don't feel like playing no more yeah and if you know you know like yeah shout out to the the snakes and everything rebirth rebirth yeah yeah like she yeah i think i think meg got an astrologer got an astrologer for real like i think all people should have an astrologer or and when you get get to a certain space then you can become yeah. Independent of, you know, so Absolutely. much of your astrology. So I'm here for, I was like, what Megan but yeah, on? I think, yeah, I think Meg, yeah. Okay. I hope she bringing Tina Snow with her. And I hope that she's on P-Valley next season. Although I do love that <laughs> Megan performs, I do feel like sometimes it takes away from the lyrics. And like when she, she is be on stage, she don't be missing. No, I'm That's saying like people. Can. I'm talking about people like the masses, how they view her mm-hmm. as just this like. For an example, when she came out there with Beyonce, I saw a lot of people saying how she like smutted out the experience when she came out. Certain women didn't want to see, <sighs> and we know her what doing those women are, the respectable women. We sick of y'all. So. Don't nobody give a <laughs> shit. If if Beyonce say Megan can come on stage she and carry, come on stage. who gives a shit what you want to say? Right. Like y'all being stick in the mud. So but I think curious. Megan get a lot of hate. Is Megan too. is Tina Snow is Tina Snow like doing all that on the stage? Yeah, Tina's Tina Snow doing all that. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Cause I visualize Tina Snow different, so I don't know. But I think can. Tina Snow give the same thing Lil' Kim give. Robe, rocking the mic, but dropping. She wasn't down. dancing overly hard. But that's like, what I'm saying. She's not necessarily you know dancing. She just like real gangster with it. Yeah. She might pop a little bit, squatting, bust a little pussy open. It's just a little bit, though. A little bit. I'm saying yeah. a little bit. But did you see Megan Thee Stallion with Cardi B in that's his last bungos. performance? 
That was insane. Like, what the fuck? The song called Bungos. We want to see some, some, I want to see some buns go. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> they carry. This is what the song is about. The fuck? It was a carry <laughs> I also been listening to Gunna album. I think Gunna got a, the top three rap album of the Gunna year Jam. this year. Um, I be listening to ESTG. ESTG. Because I like, you know. I don't even listen to rap for real, but I like storytelling. Is he music. the one who say I like to hop up the car with my whipping? Is that yeah. him? Uh-huh. Oh, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> he be jamming. She's so full of shit. Not for real. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't been really, really watching TV. We in that season where we don't watch a lot of TV, and when the TV does come on, it's late night. Yeah. In the bed, finna lay it down. It'd be like ten o'clock, ten thirty, something to put us to sleep because we have a TV now. We haven't had a TV in like we have had a TV four, in four years, so years. long, because we're crazy like that. But but yeah. we we had a projector, so we ain't. Just I mean, yeah, but an actual TV, we ain't. We got a TV now. It's, it's crazy. We be watching Dateline and First Forty Eight and shit, <laughs> <laughs> like live that, TV. <laughs> that's what we've been watching like for the last week. Yeah, probably yeah. two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah about two weeks. Okay, um, oh, we watched Equalizer 3. Oh, yeah. Saw Equalizer 3. Really good. I like Denzel. Let me tell you. I hope that was the last longevity? one. Longevity? I'm here for it. No, I'm here for it too, but. I'm here for it. Denzel ain't moving. We need. We In need. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, like. He say, I'm coming. I'm leaving here with something every season. He's still going. Oh, no, yeah. That's pretty good. And it's good. To me, I think he can get in his bag. Like, I don't know the actor name, but the movie, um, ah, uh, hold on. Wait, Court, pause it for me. I'm not pausing shit. What is that movie with that man? He blind. And he be kicking their ass when they come in, at, in his house. <laughs> what I'm is sick it? of his ass, too. I don't want to see another, uh, don't, uh, what is it? What don't is scream it? or some shit. I don't want to see another <laughs> one. <laughs> Like, I'd be so sick of that one scene movie. You know, he'd we be was, in the basement, motherfuckers trying to come rob that his ass. That shit wasn't Why good. Y'all trying to rob his ass and that wasn't good. He didn't cut the lights with his teeth, his power line, <laughs> his through the power line. I'm like, man, turn this shit uh, off. But yeah. So we also are re releasing our book, Love Yours, our journals, um, our line of stationery, the start of our lines of stationery. Yes, we um, are. So be on the lookout for that. If you don't know what Love Yours is, it's a journal to help couples stay on the same page. So it's 365 days of question and answer that allows you to, you know, write reconnect. certain things. To reconnect. Oh, I'm sorry. To, you know, ask questions that you may not have thought about. Yeah. It's really good, y'all. It yeah. has helped a lot of relationships. Yeah. And if, yeah. Throughout the years. It definitely tests relationships, too. So, yeah, if you're not afraid to dig in with your partner, maybe read some of the things that, you know, they may have never told you. Because I feel like a journal is a great way to write things down and not necessarily have to have uh, apprehension or, mm -hmm. you know, these feelings of oh why you say that to me you know you right. can read it and you're not like tone policing because i think that get people in trouble when you're trying to talk and it does um you know and y'all could have like dialogue through journaling and it's a great archive like we look back on some of our journals and it's like wow like we've grown so it's much so, beautiful. so yeah we re-release it that it is available right now on amazon we also have one for singles as well so yeah y'all go check that out love yours by Ashley and Courtney Adams Matthews. 
Oh, Lord. Y'all can Google it and it'll come up. All right, y'all. We've also been outside. So we've been doing some things that we ain't never did for real. Um, Just opening ourselves up a little bit to community. We're very uh, introverted, family-oriented, and we kind of stick to that. Um, but we have a lot of people out here that love us and want to be a part of whatever we are we're doing or mm-hmm. you know are a part of, and we really appreciate that. Yes. We so do. we had our first full moon gathering where the people met, came together. It under was the so moon. good. It was, and I can't wait to do it uh, again. Yeah. I, what I love the most about it is everyone who came was really ready to do the release and the work around like the full moon yeah so they had their crystals they had their journals candles they had their libations they had snacks like we wasn't playing out there yeah and it was a good good time it felt great i'm I'm looking everybody was very um open Mm -hmm. vulnerable we did an icebreaker just drawing symbol cards and everybody being able to tell us what uh, they resonate with with their card, mm-hmm. and we did the same, and so that opened up the floor, and there was just so much dialogue about friendships and transformations, and just things that we could totally relate to yes. as we are coming into a space of opening ourselves up more, you know, to people in general, right? Because we've been through a lot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with people. So I feel like it's like we're loving again, you know, you yeah. know, even after you had all this heartbreak, you still say I'm gonna choose love, and I think that's what we're doing. Gotta right leave now, so the love. Good. That was good. Then also, we went to a kink play party. Okay, yeah, real cute, real real cute in Houston, Texas, which is different for the city because that's not typically something that for the black queer community that we have. Oh, specifically like women. Women, yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was, yeah. Yeah, female at birth only. Yes, they were very specific about that. And it was a time. Yeah. Everyone had their lingerie on. They understood the assignment. They did. Um, And it felt real sexy. It was inviting. And y'all should definitely just look out for, you know, when those things are happening in the city. Um, You won't be disappointed. You know, you're going to have fun. How did you enjoy it, Courtney? Like, let's get into it. It was cool. Like, I'm I'm such a, I wouldn't say stick in the mud, but I'm definitely not, I wouldn't say I have all these kinks. Right. I don't even know what my kinks are. I'm still trying to figure them out. I don't think that's kinky, but it might be. You got kinks. Yeah, I might. But yeah. I'm definitely figuring it out. Um, I did want to play a little bit, but we couldn't play. <laughs> I think we would have been doing too much. We would have took it too far. And so we were. We was chilling. Out of commission. Yeah, we was chilling. But we had a great time. Um, exhibition list. Everybody that was out there, you know. Yeah. Looked I, great. I love being in the sexual energy. Come on, sexual energy. You know, like you can f- mm. feel the heat, and it's just like it was steamy. It was in the it was steamy in in, in the building. Was, okay. yeah. So yeah, like I said it was gonna be popular. Definitely was into that. Um, oh, that's how you feel. You too fine. <laughs> Shit. We went to Atlanta. Story time. Story time. So we went to Atlanta um, and had a ball. We had a fucking blast. 
Y'all didn't Why? tell me that Atlanta ex- gave yeah. what it gave. I didn't expect that. I mean, from the community, the people, it was just so welcoming from the how, you know, it's so filled with greenery. Yeah. We that, loved that. Oh, my uh, God. We we was we was literally riding the belt line all day Sunday all day uh, all day and we got to Piedmont Park and it just was doing donuts in the park like like kids. it was just amazing we rode what was the e bikes and I was like y'all like first of all everybody was struggling with the e bike but Court can we say I did not I I struggled at the end I hurt myself <laughs> actually I have a I was the only one that was just you vibing was, out you was vibing. I was the first one to hit the throttle. They was all scared of the throttle. You, I'm like, y'all. <laughs> you got to hit the throttle. Hit the throttle one time. So it's giving you this like adrenaline uh, boost. I'm just like hitting the throttle. 20 miles per hour. Here, blowing in the wind. All you see is waves. <laughs> but yeah, we went on a 15 mile ride. Yeah. yeah. We was driving around. We seen, oh, we was in Atlanta. We didn't, we, we was in the outskirts. Hey, we went. We was in DeKalb County. Exactly. Midtown. Yeah, we was in Midtown. Like in Atlanta, it felt great. From the time we stepped out the plane, it was go time. Yeah. We were so pooped. <laughs> so pooped. We went to this underground like art scene, which was super cool. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the art scene out there in Atlanta. A lot of creatives, a lot of black creatives. Very fashionable and things. Very fashionable. A lot of owners. Yeah. A lot of black ownership. Like so inspiring. Such an inspiring city. I don't know. You know what it gives for people that are that live there, but, but yeah, you know, like when people come to Houston, I ain't gonna lie, I'd be like, "What do y'all be doing?" <laughs> they be like, "Man, that shit was turned." Like, but I think that's so people lit. who like to party, who not like nightlife, food, yeah. hookah. Yeah, because we have a lot of that. We got a lot of that, but for us, we like parks and nature and riding yeah, the bikes. Way, the way we're outside is pickleball. Pickleball. <laughs> Crashed the pickleball court. Like, we was doing everything. Yeah. Mind you, we was playing pickleball for a good little minute. Yeah. So, so yeah. shout out to the A. That's in our diet. And last but not least, because this probably should be at the top, we have been killing it with the fruit bowls and the salad bowls. Actually, Courtney has been killing it. I've been her taste tester. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, damn, you ain't going to try to make a bowl? Mind you, well, she I didn't. Loves I didn't want to like intrude. You You're know what intrude. I'm saying? I can. It's very helpful. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you so much. So yeah, we have been very intentional. Fruit bowls, salad jars. I'm in. I'm in homemaker TikTok, homemaker Instagram mode right now, and it makes sense because it's the fall. I'm always privy of like seasonal depression and trying yeah. to eat with the seasons and stay above like you know the cur- the low current that mm-hmm. can come with the fall you know so mm-hmm. being very intentional i love that i'm late before things come so i'm you are already, already in flow. Like getting it balanced and yeah yeah so and ashley she's just been enjoying <laughs> eating clean i love it losing like, it's already her my stomach vibe. and come on now she didn't got fine y'all period she i can be fit talking in my back clothes. she finna be talking back y'all know i'm gonna have to don't do that okay Anyways, but yeah, so we're gonna move into the next segment of this is what I heard. This is what I heard. This is what I heard. Now, y'all know when there's other people couple business, we try to keep it, we try to get the facts, right? Because we we be hearing things, but we try to, you know, 
make sure we got the facts as well because our ears be to the streets <laughs> and I hate when motherfuckers be talking about they heard from be the streets. Doing all Shut that. Up. Please be quiet. Shit in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that ear to the street. You ain't hear nothing. Come on. Man. But yeah, this is what I heard. So Tiana Taylor and Amon. They've been broke up. They been to me, I feel like they've been broke up. No, I'm saying they've been broke up. This ain't nothing new. Like yeah she was like we wanted to keep it private because y'all be doing too much yeah. and then when y'all just really carry with the rumor she like hold on yeah just gonna speak up. well it was a girl that was coming out talking about being with a mom so i she think was she doing was too much. yeah in, in ahead of that mm-hmm. oh yeah Miss. i mean i feel like you know i like the way they they split it yeah you know real respectful I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm saying outside looking in. They ain't putting us out in their business, and I appreciate yeah, I'm that. They're still cool, so. They cool. They, they still cool. Hey, amicable splits are always the best. You do your thing, I do my thing. We just keep it popping. You have to be very mature. But I definitely noticed. I, I feel like there was a birthday post that was like. That was weird. Why they in different places for, I don't know. I always want to make you feel special on your birthday. Oh, I and hope you, you always never, do. like take a trip without me or something. You could for my birthday. Yeah. Then how I'm gonna get some on my birthday? That's lame. That's true. You, you know gotta I mean? bring in a new. You gotta bring it in right with an orgasm. There you go. Period. Come in the world. Um, Jeezy and Jeannie. Baby, Jeezy said he had to check out for his mental health. Got up and got himself out of there. And I felt that. I felt that, too. Shorty said she, she like, dark meat. Or she don't bring dark meat home. She made a weird what she, comment. What she said was she like her dark meat on the side. But for her main course, white meat. Yeah. Nasty Ew. work. Ew. Nasty I could just work. imagine. We're sending healing and love to Jeezy. Yeah. Because... I could just Can't imagine. Can't ban the snowman. You know what I'm but saying? But I feel that when he said he had to save his mental health. Yeah, it'd be like that. That's important. Because sometimes she is the problem. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. she is the problem. Yeah. So, y'all, the Gaberhood news exploded. Oh, Lord. Uh, the Gaberhood exploded with <laughs> <laughs> popular TikToker Rashonda and LaShondra. And I know y'all know who they are. Everybody know who they are. <laughs> Everybody God knows. Goddamn, I wonder what's the sermon of the day today. Oh, my from God. Pastor Do we trust? Somebody said never trust a stud reverend. <laughs> Look at Jackie Hill. Jackie Perry Yo. Hill. Whatever her name is, never trust. Never trust. <laughs> <laughs> never trust the word coming out. No, dyke mouth. Full of shit. <laughs> Shut up. You stupid. Yo, <laughs> no, she's stealing out the congregation anyway. But yeah, that was just a miss. Like, and what's so crazy is I know Rashonda. Like, so I hit her up like friend. What? <laughs> <laughs> and her exact words was, "I married a stranger," and I was like, "Damn." Actually, yeah. wanted me to get a little deeper. But like, we can't get we deeper than that. that. But we for me, that. I haven't met her yet. Yeah, that's true. And it was a fool. It was a fool. And <clears throat> I don't even know where to start. I think we can just leave it at that because it's it was too loaded. So if y'all haven't checked out the drama between Rashonda and LaShondra and LaShondra stealing the money and 
she didn't stole from so many people. She got cases and yeah, she they and didn't got evicted. Evicted because she wasn't paying. Defaulted on loans. The I mean, rent and a mess. It's a and Lashandra and is, they're they were they are married. Yeah, they married and going through a divorce. Yeah, so. because she's a fraud. Mm. And Rashonda say my love do cost a thing. Actually. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> I couldn't imagine like you know being with someone that's stealing from me. That's crazy. You're stealing from me. Like and I and Rashonda said that she felt like she she wanted to let her take the lead in paying the bills and shit. So she just trusted her with that. Right. Which a lot of feminine women do make the coin. Mm-hmm. And you know masculine women that's the majority. That's not every. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But in a lot of relationships, even women out earn men. Yeah. But in a lot of relationships, like, that's how it's structured, right? So mm-hmm. she don't want her to feel, you know, less than. And you ain't paying the rent. That's crazy. That's weird. Like, what are you doing? Did you at least, I don't know. But where's the money? Yeah, where's her money? You know what I'm saying? Where's her money? Are you on drugs? She's on something. Is she tricking? Are you tricking? I be wondering where, where the do the money, money be, be going? going. You know, is it? Do you eat it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to eat the money. So yeah, that that that's terrible. But and last but mm, not mm, least, mm, we are gonna talk about the 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 same. Let me tell you about Jada Pinkett <laughs> Smith, <laughs> baby. If it get too cold, will she get bored? She uh, gonna come tell us something. She gonna t- and tell it. And I'm not gonna say she gonna tell it all. She a master troll too. Absolutely. She a and she going to drag it out, too. And she know how to use the internet because I don't know what Jada's doing these days. So if y'all have been I love, living I like Jada, but I don't, I don't know if she's a good person. I, can't, I ain't never met Jada, so I don't know. But if y'all have been living under a rock, then you're not going to notice. But <laughs> <laughs> Jada just came out and said that they have been broke up since 2016. Separated separated since mm-hmm. 2016 mm-hmm. they are married but, but they separated. have not been together together in a relationship right and it has been so much that has happened in those seven years right that is the like entanglement summer yes mm-hmm. the slap the slap which jada said she was like like oh that's the type of time we on and also just all of the red table top red, red table talk talk promo and him being on the show and them talking just about just the show period the show period like, I, I thought something was is cr- okay. okay i remember at the time red table talk came out mm-hmm. facebook was trying to integrate podcasts into their platform platform right i don't know what happened to that but i do know the red table talk came out yeah and it was a facebook show you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if they was reaching out to other podcasters and creators, but I do know that was something that they was trying to do. Mm-hmm. How re- Jada becomes a staple in like conversation pieces and healing. Right. At the same time that she's putting on a facade. Right. That's it's dirty so crazy. But I do feel like a lot of people just tapping into podcasts like, not really listening to a lot of podcasts because it's not a lot that I listen to, mm-hmm. but tapping in the podcasts that are like 
conversation based where you inviting guests on and you talking about certain things. Right. A lot of people do that to avoid something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. can't talk about your shit and it's not a scandal. Right. Because the first time they was really talking about something like they was talking about, you know, Ganny being on drugs. And mm-hmm. I think that was a vulnerable, vulnerable moment. You have Willow on there, you right. know, three generations of women just talking about life. Yeah. Right. Right. But it wasn't deep. But after after her coming out with this, I feel like it discredits what she was doing on the show. Wow. Because I feel like she was pulling the wool over everyone's eyes mm. and sitting in a seat of where she can speak on how to navigate these type of things at yeah. the same time holding back who she really is at, at this point in time in her life. And what's really going and on. And more so indulging into other people's things but it's a big fat elephant in the room yeah that she knows about family knows about and to put on this show yeah it's like you can't i feel like you can't she can't be trusted and then y'all bring august alcina on there y'all make him look a certain way y'all talk about that relationship the entanglement in a certain way how's it an entanglement if y'all not together how is it an but entanglement again if i y'all think not together that was kind of weird but I do think that sometimes when you are going through something like that's a seven year span. So just think about how mm-hmm. seven year transformation happened mm-hmm. when you are going through something and you're trying to navigate it. I don't think you become a teacher of it just so soon. Right. Yeah. You have to experience it and you have to kind of fill it out so mm-hmm. that you can maybe forewarn other people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't say that that she <laughs> that's what she was doing because yeah. that don't seem like what the intentions were. But I do know. That is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, And to give you the truth, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't. We, like, people have been putting Will and Jada at this, on this pedestal and at this standard of, mm-hmm. like, black love and, like, for right. the longest. And not saying that they can't be because they have a non-traditional wed- um, marriage because right. you can. But I think for them, it feels vindicating to be able to come out and share your truth. No, right. you're not going to assume this about me. No. Let's not. Mm-hmm. This is what it really is. Yeah. And, and Will opens himself up in his book too, mm-hmm. as to him not being the image that we think he is. You know, him being right. this perfect person. He's not the perfect person to mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. family. You know. Yeah. And I could totally relate to you know letting motherfucker know you're not the, that man to me. Right. You could be that man to who these people, but mm-hmm. you're not that man to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think it was a vindicating moment for them. Yeah. And I think Jada's getting some unnecessary hate. Do you really? I do. Because I feel like if Jada had something going on, Uh it wouldn't look like she's being like an opportunist. Mm. But the fact that she's like just sitting, you know, just pops up every now and then. And when she does, she's talking about Tupac. And, you know, it's like Jada. (laughs) I feel like for me, it's so hard to watch people like crumble in the media and i'm not saying they're crumbling but just to sit outside looking in and watching someone like go through all are they crumbling no i'm not that's why i said not that they're crumbling but just the way she's masquerading with this situation she's been embarrassing will how many years now And the memes that come from Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's marriage is pussy face in the world, cock shame, like all those they things. Are insane. 
but just, it comes from her because we don't be talking she about don't, shit. and she just she like i'm just dragging some more i'm just keep it going let's actually let's just keep it going you know what i mean actually it wasn't an entanglement. And we so weren't to together. sit and watch it is just like hard to watch. Yeah, it's like watching know? a train wreck. Yeah. It is like, and then it gets put up to, for you know public scrutiny. Yes. People can say whatever about it. Yes, they don't have to clean it up. But I do feel like she, they deceived everyone. Why? Because they would show up as. Then this was the lady was asking her, why was y'all doing all that? They would actually show up to all engagements hand in hand. Yeah. Smile for the camera. Red carpet. Like they're doing all the things like they are married. Even when he showed up on the table talk, we were all under the impression that y'all are together and he's stressed out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody ever thought that they actually were separated. And so I feel like you deceived everyone. Yeah. They definitely was living a facade. That's weird. But that's it's Hollywood, so Holly weird. Holly weird. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the perfect segue into our topic, which is the myth of unconditional love, right? Mm. Um, I think we, and even when we look at relationships, we think that Saint wants to be on the mic so bad. But when we look at relationships, we have these standards for relationships and what we think they should be and, mm-hmm. you know, what couple goals are. And, yeah. you know, these people not couple goals and all this other shit. It's like, shut up. Like, because we really don't even know what it takes to love. Right. What it means to have conditions and, and still be in love because people think conditions are such a bad thing. They do. Um. So, yeah, I think we want to talk about, you know, how unconditional love can be like fake positivity. Absolutely. In the instance, in the instance, because you thinking that because the person doesn't hold you accountable, or that you run all over them, or that you, you know, give low effort and no energy to the relationship, that they supposed to love you through it, mm-hmm. and then when they have limitations for you, uh, mm. say, wait a minute, come on, you now. know, now they don't love you, right? And they supposed and to give true. you unconditional love, and it's not true. That's not true. So unconditional love is without condition selfless act of loving someone with full acceptance and without expecting anything in return mm-hmm. that means you are love 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 you're pouring into this person and you do not ex- ex- expect for this person to pour it back into you yeah you cool with that yeah i feel like that should be reserved for parents and children yeah <laughs> and babies <laughs> babies babies you know what i mean children. like i don't think that that's something that should be held as a standard for people who are in relationship, yeah, friendship, agree. romantic relationship, even a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. I think that it could be sister, brother, uncle, whoever, you know, like you don't, we, we should, we should be offering each other love yeah, and point exchange, into yeah. exchange like, of offering. We hate love. to admit that love is transactional, but it should be right. Because I don't want to be pouring my all into something that's not pouring back into me. Mm-hmm. and everything is transactional. You know, if you're giving freely, people are taking freely, at some point you're going to feel drained. So you should have some type of boundaries yeah. with what you give and mm-hmm. how you give, you know? Absolutely. And that's the same concept with having conditions for your love. It's not that you don't love a person through whatever. Mm-hmm. It's 
I, I'm not going to tolerate something. Yeah. I'm not going to let you just walk all over me. I'm going to mm-hmm. have standards for myself. You're mm-hmm. going to respect, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It goes a little bit deeper, Absolutely. but it doesn't stop that the love is genuine and the love is tried and true. Cause you can go through some things with people. Right. Um, unconditionally mm-hmm. and still have conditions for how you want to be treated in a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it reflects on the amount of love that you have for yourself. Yeah. I mean, to to be in a relationship that has unconditional love is basically saying, like, you don't have to love me back. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah, you true. definitely want to be clear on, hey, I do feel like I deserve to be loved, yeah. cared for, respected, um, you know, poured into, and... It should be on a two-way street. It takes two people to love. And I think when you think of unconditional love, two people think of it in a way of just um, an emotion. Yeah. But it's it's more than an emotion, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it is um, caring. It is being supportive. It is um, honesty and partnership. And so there's a lot of different uh, combinations of things that go into loving someone yeah so let's get into like conditions so when you think about um certain things that might arise in a relationship or even getting into a relationship knowing that these things exist and choosing to love someone through these things Mm -hmm. you know and not um hold that against them Mm -hmm. what would you say are some things that are like conditions when it comes to like love conditions I would say, um, like finances mm-hmm. is something that you can, that you, that you, it's ups and downs. Yeah. You yeah. know, so if your partner loses a job, hey, pick up the slack, yeah. you know, like, or sickness. Yeah. You know, we like. We talked about that. Yeah. We talked about like mental health barriers, you know. Mental health. You yeah. might not know that your partner suffers from certain disorders like i'm learning that a lot of people are diagnosed you know mm-hmm. in their 30s absolutely in their 40s you're mm-hmm. diagnosed with certain things and you don't know that these things are going on so that's definitely a condition that you would say you know lifestyle change right we, mm-hmm. we talked about like family dynamics change so for both of us this year our family dynamics have changed completely yeah and so we have to support each other in ways that we we didn't prepare for you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and I don't think that anything will ever come to where we are not available for it and open to it. Right. But it does certain things do kind of happen and it thrusts you in a different dynamic in your own personal relationship. Mm -hmm. And then that affects the romantic relationship and you have to support each other through it and navigate through it. But we still have that love for each other. Right. We know how to support each other with love. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I totally agree. I think that there are some things that that is just not acceptable. Like when we're talking about um, conditions or when you think about for better or worse. Yeah. I think that they took that and just took it way too far. Made it a little too literal. Yeah, too literal. Y'all be saying, let's see how worse it could get. Yeah, yeah, Y'all take it too far. Taking it too far. So I feel like... Words cannot be betrayal, disrespect, yeah. um, disloyalty, yeah. Um, 
manipulation yeah gaslighting abuse abuse belittling someone or demeaning your partner like it's certain things that's like this is a this should be a A hard no a hard no yeah let's draw a a line in the scene i love you but these are things i'm not gonna tolerate yeah and that's okay with love with love like you feel me i think that's so important because people people fear um relationships that hold them accountable Mm -hmm. right that make them see themselves i hear people always talk about having a twin flame and if you're not ready for someone to literally trigger your worst self Mm -hmm. in ways that you do not know they exist like yeah I knew me and Ashley was like in love and love for real because some of the stuff that I was like not used to experiencing, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, where where is this going to lead to? Or where is this going to go? And, and mm-hmm. just certain arguments that we would have or disagreements that we would have or like, yeah. where does this even come from? But there's a lot more responsibility for care and support when you love somebody on a deeper level Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um you can be in love with somebody you can love somebody you can try unconditional love you can talk to me however you can do whatever and then something clicking you you're like wait i don't want to tolerate that no more right you know and you can always redraw lines redraw boundaries come back to communication like that should never leave you in a relationship yeah so yeah I, I knew we was like <laughs> we used to argue over the phone and we hadn't even met i was like this shit like, is this insane. is a lot this, this is, is insane but i i think i think that's one thing that i can respect about our union is how we do have hard conversations around our do's and don'ts yeah. and have been since the very beginning mm-hmm. both knowing like i'm not tolerating xyz and as life life and things go on you know you get hit with certain things that you didn't even think about in your mind yeah you know so and with that we've navigated through all the things and figured out how to make it work for us yeah the end of the day yeah you know um let's see How can couples navigate conditional love? Now, ask that question in like just a regular, not reading it way. Okay. How can couple? Okay, wait. So let's get into okay. like. So let's get into what it looks like to have conditions in a healthy, loving relationship. Yeah. I feel like it could be as simple as uh, letting your partner know, as we were just discussing your non-negotiables yeah that's a condition yeah like i'm not going for that and that's okay um holding yourself you holding each other accountable yeah i think a lot of the times people never get to the space of knowing because to me i think to have to be in love with conditions i think that's very deep yeah i think that it's beyond just like the surface level of all the good fluffy mm-hmm. things it is like i may not like something 
let's have this hard conversation. It doesn't mean we're going to break up. It just means that we have room for improvement, for growth, for getting closer, learning each other a little better. And that's a good thing. But some people never discuss their conditions because they don't want to run somebody away. Right. And so I think if you have, if you are, if you are in a relationship where you can express how you feel, you can't have conflict and you can't have issues without resolve, without like communication, without being able to come back to the center of love. I think mm. you may have a relationship in which you are being asked to love somebody unconditionally or be loved unconditionally and not necessarily have the tools to navigate that and so that might not Mm -hmm. be the most healthy relationship for you Mm -hmm. if you have a relationship where like me and Ashley we've developed so many things emotionally together that we know how to come to the center yeah you know like I always think about like it's like wait a minute I need I need to feel I need to know what you mean by that like I I have to tell you that sometimes Mm -hmm. because yeah it throws us into a a spiral if you don't understand what i'm saying or you take something the wrong wrong way way. Mm -hmm. and now we have to go back and forth about like how i said it and why did i say it and what's the deeper root to what i said Mm -hmm. versus like how did that make you feel you know what i'm saying because i because i'll just blurt out some shit not Mm -hmm. not necessarily intending to be offensive Mm -hmm. but i may offend you right if i don't know that you're offended and you don't say anything and then that spirals into something else then you have to know that, like, when it comes back around, I'm going to be like, what? Right. Oh, you didn't say nothing because I'm just, like, oblivious to it being a problem. Of how it made me feel. Right. And yeah. if you do come back around, I'm responsible for navigating that with you. I can't leave you with that and say, that's a you problem and you need to go figure it out because I made you feel that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's a way that, like, you can navigate the conditions is definitely having that open communication, mm-hmm. learning to listen. I think being an active listener really helps me. Yes. Um, because I'm not, um, I can, uh, uh, that, that, that's not how I learn, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I will, you could be talking and I'm just zoning the fuck out. Yeah. You know? So I have to come back around to it. But paying attention to what's being said and how it's being said and why it's possibly being said will control a lot of that assumption that I will create for myself. Yeah. And confusion. (laughs) I feel that. I I think it also reveals that some people love what a person can do for them versus like loving the person. Yeah. And I think that once you start revealing your conditions, that will let you know, like, if that person genuinely just, like, love you for you. Yeah. Or, like, what you do for them or, like, how you make them feel. Yeah. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, the cutesy things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going sh- to reveal. I definitely think conflict will bring out more good in a relationship than bad. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what loving, you know, with conditions can teach you is that we can do hard things. We can have conflict. We can have issues. You can have your own feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just talking about, you know, moving emotional versus moving through your feelings. Like two different things. Sometimes when your emotions are high, you're not really thinking about why you feel away. You're just trying to get your point across. Right. But if you navigate from the point of like, this made me feel insecure 
or this made me feel like you were dismissing me or this made me feel neglected mm-hmm. if you learn the the words and how to navigate your feelings then you'll yeah. be a better communicator of what you need and your partner can be a better provider for that i agree <laughs> i agree so baby how would you say that we navigate in our conditional love how do mm. you say, how would you say we navigate that i would say one of the main things is our boundaries yeah I think we set up good boundaries and it could be even like little things like me time. Mm -hmm. Like some people feel like their partner is supposed to weigh on them like hand and foot. Yeah. Have all their time, all their energy, all their attention. Are you that partner? That's not true. No. Like we can be in the same space in the house. You doing your thing. Lies on the pot. Lies on the pot. Lies on the pot. Why would you say that? You're so annoying. But I do feel like we we have our little boundaries and we respect them. Yeah. I think that's another thing. Respect. Yeah. Like we don't we if we feel disrespected or we don't we feel like we're not being heard. Gotta or, check it. Yeah, yeah. We bring it bring it to the table. Hey. I think I think um what you think? A way that we navigate conditional love is we do a lot of check ins. Mm. Um like I need to know that Ashley is choosing me. Here she go. And she needs to know that I'm choosing her. You know, reassurance yeah. helps with navigating conditional love because there leaves no space for confusion. Right. And you I don't need you to get in your head about shit. I don't mm-hmm. need to be in my head about shit. Right. So we have to check in with each other because your boundary might change. Mm-hmm. It might be something that you like last week that you don't like this week right i was cool with it then but I don't, i'm not cool i'm with actually it not cool with it and you know okay. yeah. and that's okay and so by us checking in frequently and even <laughs> like i have to be like ashley did you check on me because i <laughs> i don't know how i'll be feeling yeah if i'm if i'm snappy if i'm you know standoffish if mm-hmm. i'm being like away mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. So if Ashley had to pull me to the side, oh, I don't think you. Are you feeling okay, babe? You know, like just yeah. little things that keep us in that realm of like, okay, it, it's not a bad thing to have conditions, right? It's not. By you knowing my standards and me knowing your standards, we actually, when I see you out of your mm-hmm. thing, I can say, babe, are you okay? Right. Like, are you okay? We need to talk about something. Yes. You know, you need a day, or you need a break, you need a. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I think about one of the first conditions we made and this was we were just girlfriends and it was how we ran our household. Oh yeah. And to me, like when I first met you, you was like cool with cooking. Yeah. You like it's no big deal. I I didn't know how to cook. Yeah. And it was like it was cute and and and, and I was grateful <laughs> for you. But <laughs> I was when it grateful got to for the not point, having to cook. When it got to the point where we were both both working, then you were like, you spoke up and said, yeah. "Hey, you're gonna have to help me to cook." Yeah. And then after that, we had to set up. Okay, whoever cooks, the other person clean cleans the kitchen. Yeah. And so that's just kind of like to this day we operate like that, so we don't have to go back and forth like who should do this or who should do that, or we just we work in harmony in the house yeah. you know and, if, and that's if so you funny. in the front room cleaning up bow i'm in, I'm the, in the back, back. yeah you know and yeah. i feel like those are conditions that we've made that when somebody is not following that we can be like hey, hey bro wait a minute 
wait a minute <laughs> like you not like now you like leaving everything for me to do yeah and that's a lot what you talking about oh you just you just saying period i'm about to say yes. wait, what no like <laughs> look you think i'm telling you like what are you doing she's like wait a minute are we discussing yeah, something I was right like, now wait a minute, what? <laughs> what are you doing you're so crazy tell but, me what yeah I live for you that's do. how it goes though yeah. and it's so funny because we we met some new friends in atlanta yeah and uh they was talking about their relationship it, it's so unorthodox i love it yeah but they were saying like i don't want to be responsible for my partner eating every day like and i felt that <laughs> and i felt that it's like you know you figure that shit out for yourself like, if i'm at home nigga, i'm just gonna make me a bowl of cereal but no we like that we we've gotten to that point well, I'd be like, Ash, I'm not eating before 12. Don't ask me about breakfast. Right. Don't cook me no biscuits. I don't right. want no eggs. <laughs> I, I remember I will stop eating eggs. Just don't make me no right. eggs. Like. And then at nighttime, I may want to have a bowl of cereal. She's like, I'm not hungry. No, you I'm don't have hungry. to cook, so I'm going to do that. And it's like, and okay, she perfect. She's going to make I'll her a whole home. meal. And I'm, you know. That's a lot. <laughs> you didn't make you fish tacos last night? They were so bummed. It was only saying? two tacos. And I didn't eat last night. You had the fish tacos slow you had the coleslaw you good. hooked it up don't but play no yeah. games so you know so yeah ain't I nothing wrong with loving with conditions yeah i hope y'all understand that like unconditional love is cute but i don't think you apply that to your romantic relationships even your friendships right your family dynamic yeah your family dynamic changed. Mama might have unconditional love for you when you was a baby, but if you're growing <laughs> up, she might expect you to pay your fucking rent on time or you can get the fuck out. Like, hey. Seriously, I love you, but you need to get your shit together. Yeah, for sure. You know, for ain't sure. Ain't nothing wrong with telling your your, your friends that or your, you should be able to have those type of conversations in your relationship, in your friendships and your partnerships. Hey. Yeah. I love you, but some shit need to change around here. Because people will use you mm-hmm. if you let them. And abuse and walk all over you. Absolutely. Because they ain't got no tact. <laughs> but yeah so thank y'all for tapping in to this episode thank y'all so much episode 84 was a blast. episode 84 it felt really really good it was a blast. um keep the conversation going let us know how you feel about this topic and what's your thoughts on unconditional or conditional love yeah you just threw me into you said what's up okay um yeah, so we appreciate y'all for tapping in. Make sure y'all share, like, subscribe. Tell your friend to tell a friend. Follow us on our Instagram, Hood X Holistic Podcast. If you just want to keep up with Ash and Court and what we be doing, you, you know. know what I'm saying? You can always go check us out on YouTube. We drop vlogs. We haven't dropped a vlog in a minute, but we probably just going to drop three back to back to back <laughs> because we got so much footage and we've done so much um, just being outside, like I said. Um, so thank y'all so much for tuning in to Hood and Holistic. I'm Court. You can find me at the Seafood Diet everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. And I'm Ash. Word to my Afro. And that's across the board, TikTok, Twitter. I'm finna change my name though. But yeah, for now, <laughs> we're in the <laughs> Thank y'all so thank much y'all. for tapping in. Peace. Peace. Like the sage while I roll a tree. We like a veggie bowl with collard greens. Good healing with transparency. Southern slang and some gold teeth. Too deep, it's just you and me. Connecting millions on this frequency. Hood and holistic for your energy. Hood and holistic for your energy.